If Doug strings four roast potatoes together. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm eating salmon. Smoke. Humble brag. Yeah. It's, just how, it's just how we roll. Oh, hold on. I'm just going to stand up. My wallet is too heavy. Yeah. My diamond shoes are too tight. Yeah. <laughs> salmon. It's not like it's lobster with caviar. It's, it's from fucking Lidl. It's only salmon. <laughs> They're farm now. It's all right. I um, can afford salmon. Hello, here we go. Episode 80. That would be LXXX of the Long Supper podcast. It would if that wasn't last week's one. You say that every week. No, and then episode 80 was literally last week, mate. You weren't on it. I wasn't on the podcast. Well, you did one without me and didn't tell me. Now <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Now I've I haven't done, I haven't done this for nearly a month. Um, you can hear Dougie, you can hear Mark. I'm, of course, Adam Craig. Has it been as long Mark. as that, Mark? That's yeah. a month, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Something's going on behind the scenes that at least Mark and I don't know about. Um, <laughs> LXXX is a concern because when we tweet that out, um, that will all sorts of porn bots will appear as soon as XXX is in our tweet. Yeah, but we um, did that one last week. But 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 we didn't, did we? Yes. We we definitely had the same argument two weeks ago about the episode number. I'm looking I'm telling, it up now. I'm looking at it now. It's LXXX International Suckfest. Oh, last so week. it is. No wonder we got lots of porn bots um, giving us some attention. <laughs> you got one. Adam, I must admit, yeah, there's certain times where you talk where I've been, I just generally take it for fact. But there's a lot of times recently, blood. You're making silly mistakes, mate. You slipping. You slipping. Questioning your credibility. Uh, it's making me un- uncomfortable, bro. Have you secretly, uh, well, secretly developed, a, you know, a, a meth habit or something? <laughs> Is it all going wrong? How's the personal I've life? Had a, I've, yeah. I've, had a, I've had a bad week. Okay. I mean, Adam, is there anything we can help you with, mate? Uh, We're all yes, friends. Yes. Yes. Can you, when I do the quiz in a minute? If you don't mind just pretending that all the answers are correct, that would really okay. help me out. Cool. And also... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie about the quiz. When he told us what it was based on, I've watched some of that game show, and now having watched it, I still don't know what was going on. I, I deliberately didn't watch it just so I could come into this absolutely <laughs> blind. Yeah. I'm no <laughs> I, must have missed it. I have no idea what the quiz is on. Okay. Are you... <laughs> Well, let's let's get straight into this. Are you familiar with Only Connect? No. Right. Based on the two minutes I watched after you put it in the WhatsApp group earlier on. Um. Yeah. It's it's that... essentially the the skill is working out what the connection is between stuff. Um. We're gonna have two two rounds. I'm gonna read you out four things. Well, so first one, I'll read you out four things. Um. And as soon as you can get what the connection is between them, um. Buzz in. Get yourself some points. If you get that, well, after the first one, you'll get five points. After the second one, you'll get three. After the third one, you get two points. And if it's you've got all four, then you get one. Um, I'm deliberately making the points like that so it matches the game show. After some complaints we had last week about not adhering to the rules of University <laughs> Challenge, Patrick, I'm looking your way. What's the, um, in what was a Twitter low point for me? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Shout out to Patrick, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> love it. Um, also, love love all the SoundCloud comments that we get every week. Yeah, they are good. I, actually, I replied to some last week. Anyway, 
only connect. Um, I'll give you an example which which might help. So if I um, if I said Los Angeles and then Oakland Raiders. Yeah, exactly. I was going to go on to say Mexico City and London would be the other two. So they're places that the Raiders have played a home game. That's the that's, so you got to get the connection. Okay. Um, if you if you buzz in and you get the points, great. We'll move on to the next question. If you buzz in and you get it wrong, you're frozen out, and then other people can have a go and hear subsequent clues. Comprende? Comprende. I've got a feeling I'm going to do very badly at this. Matt. <laughs> This could be one of those that it's just nobody gets any points. Nobody gets any points. (laughs) And it takes forever. (laughs) (laughs) Just that's just what the listeners want, though, isn't it? (laughs) Apparently they do. That's exactly what they want. (laughs) They love it. A two-hour podcast that's basically an hour and a half of a quiz and half an hour's A or B. That's what they want. Yeah. Right. First question. Jake Delome. I'm assuming no one's going to come in. Um, Matt Ryan. Russell Wilson. Craig. Yes, Craig. Quarterbacks taken in the third round? Uh, no. Correct. Um, and you are frozen out. And the final... Final one will be Donovan. Mark, Mark yep. Yeah. What have actually have lost a Super Bowl? Uh, I am. Can, can you give me a little bit more? Dougie, 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 Dougie. In no, no, the, no, no, no. In the last 10 years? A bit more. Five years? Well, no, that's probably not true. No, you can't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, Dougie, can you, do you want to steal a point? Are they quarterbacks that have lost the Super Bowls to the Patriots? Uh, you are spot on. <sighs> You're going to get. Yeah, I mean, at least half of that point. Uh, yeah, you probably did earn you it. Think but, so, hey, you think so, Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the slightly insecure quiz master, so um, what I say goes. Next question. Derek Henry. Ricky Williams. Dougie. Yes, Dougie. Running backs that should be good, but are actually fucking awful. <laughs> right, you're frozen out. <laughs> <laughs> You always deserve a point for that, but you're frozen out. <laughs> um, the next one is Mark Ingram. Anyone wants to buzz in for two points? No. Finally, Barry Sanders. Craig. Craig, yeah, go on. Running backs taken in the first round? Nope. Mark. Yeah, go on. Running backs that have won the Heisman Trophy? Yeah, yes, correct. Great show. Absolutely brilliant. Didn't expect that. Are you, are you yeah. um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Adam. That was a guess. <laughs> it was a very good guess. Okay, next question. Joe Robbie Stadium. Land Shark Stadium. Dougie. Yes. They're all Miami Dolphin stadiums. Uh, they're the same stadium, in fact. Yes, I will give you three points for that. We're getting it after um, two clues. Uh, the others were going to be Sun Life Stadium, Hard Rock Stadium, and there have been 27 other names as well. We've done that on a quiz before. <laughs> um, we, yeah, I should have got it then. It. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Thomas Hennessy. Reed Ferguson. 
Joe Cardona. And finally, Charlie Hewlett. <laughs> oh, Mark. Go on, Mark. Are they long snappers? They are oh, amazing. Long snappers. <laughs> <laughs> they are the long snappers. <laughs> Reed Ferguson Jets. plays for the Bills. The Jets, the Bills, the Pats, and the Browns. Uh, how about that? Uh, next, Andrew Luck. Christian McCaffrey. John Lynch. Doggy. Yes, Doggy. Did they all play for Stanford? They did all play for Stanford. Wow. Well done. The other one was going to be Solomon Thomas. Craig, anytime you want to join in, mate. You... Mate, I- I'm having a mare. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the end of I'm, the first round. My, Mark's on to... My, my mind's stuck on draft classes. <laughs> 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 okay, next... Doug, sorry... Doug's on six, Mark's on two, Craig yet to score. The next round is slightly different. What you're going to have to tell me um, is they're going to be a sequence. So what you're going to need to tell me is the last one of the sequence of four. Um, So you'll only hear three in the chain from me, and you've got to tell me what the fourth is. Um, A lot of these will be sort of time-based, as as will become clear, but I'm not necessarily going to say... um, I'll give you an example here. So if I said Bill Belichick, Gary Kubiak, Bill Belichick, the answer would be Doug Peterson, would be the last four Super Bowl winning head coaches, if that makes sense. Yep. So rather than give me the connection, you give me the last one. Okay, Jameis Winston. Jared Goff. Miles Garrett. Dougie. <laughs> yes, Dougie. Alvin Kamara? Incorrect. Um, <laughs> anyone oh, else? That's so annoying. I can't think. <laughs> it's, uh, first. Um, it, it's, um, uh, oh, Craig. Craig, go on. Baker. Uh, correct. Well done, Craig. It's uh, point. First overall picks, I couldn't. I would have been so annoyed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Number one draft picks, 2015 through to this year. Okay. Next question. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. (laughs) Craig. (laughs) Yes, Craig. Buffalo Bills? Uh, correct. <laughs> they, as you may have guessed, they're the losing Super Bowl teams in sequence from Super Bowls 25 through to 28. <laughs> Next question. The 40-yard line. Are we going to let that go without calling you a prick? <laughs> yeah, okay, we will. We won't call it, you a prick on this occasion. It was. It was worth it. Okay, 40-yard line is the first one. Then 35-yard line. Mark. Yes, Mark. Three points if you can get this. Do I have to give you the next one in the sequence or the end? No, you the give me the one? final one in the sequence. All right. Shit, how many of them going to be again? Four. 25-yard um, line? 
uh, incorrect. Um, we had 40 and then we had 35. Um, anyone to want to buzz in before I give the next one? Guessing no. Um, the next one is the 30-yard line. And it's not 25. And it's not 25. Any guesses? Uh, the the answer is the 35-yard line, and these are the lines on the field where kickoffs have been taken from. From 19, which changed in 1974 from 40 to 35, changed in 1994 to the 30-yard line, and then back to the 35 in 2011. <laughs> that feels like a shit question. Yeah, I'd have hated myself if I got that right. You are really <laughs> proud of yourself for it, and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. That was not, that was not a confidence builder. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway, that's points, points for me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right, two more questions. Next one, Tom Brady, Von Miller, Dougie. Yes, Dougie. Uh, Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, well, oh shit! Yeah, one. so uh, Tom Brady, Von <laughs> Miller, uh, Brady. Brady again? Uh, no. <laughs> Anyone else buzzing in at this point? That's the last Brady, one. Isn't it? Um, oh shit! Foles? Yes, correct. Oh, it's Foles. the last one, isn't it? Ellen. <laughs> so I was right with Brady in the sequence, but not. He would have been the next one. Yeah. 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 So three, three points for Craig. Craig's into the lead. What? He's a, he's a point ahead of you. Um, How? Uh, there's only one question left. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I'm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so here Let's we go. go. You know when I said join in, Craig? I didn't mean it. <laughs> I got that stamina. Right. <laughs> Dave Campo. Bill Parcells. Wade Phillips. Craig. Go for it, Craig. Rex? No, incorrect. <laughs> Come on, let's let's so let's speed this up. Does anybody uh... oh, I don't know who it is. Defensive coordinators of the Cowboys, right? Uh, it's it's not um it's, it's not Jason Garrett. Uh, it is Jason Garrett, Mark. Oh. Take the final question. Head coaches of the Cowboys yeah. from 2000 onwards. Uh, Craig, you're going to get some music. Well played, Boom. sir. Boom. Stamina. Out of the, out of the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig, Craig's music is, of course, provisional for when Patrick gets in touch and scoring. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I'm actually not, quite likely. I'm not going to lie, Adam, I thought that would go wrong, but that was a good quiz, wasn't it? It was, it was. Thank you, thank you. Oh, Carry on, chaps, I'm just going to go and rotate my roast potatoes. Of, of all the things I was expecting Dougie to say there, it, in fairness, it probably wasn't that. Well, shall I, well, while Dougie stepped away from the microphone and can't, can't stop me, I'm, I'm going to have my AOB early this week and... As, as a host, it's it's something I'm, I could do because I want to. Um, Doug may be able to edit anything because he wants to, and he's the editor. But um, yeah, my my AOB Craig is going to be similar to yours last week. 
Um, so I'm going to bring this in now because it's sort of relevant to what, what we're going to get into. Um, took the boy to Wembley on Sunday. Had a, a fantastic weekend, by the way. Um, which Humble included breath. stuff on Saturday. Um, you know, met Eddie George, met Javon Curse. Keith I Bullock. love his trucks. Ed, that's, you mean Eddie Stobbert? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure where you. <laughs> I did meet him. Okay, I met no, the, that uh, one. That one took a while, didn't it? <laughs> did you link that just because he's called Eddie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was literally it. <laughs> That's the only link for that joke. Wasn't he the ski jumper? <laughs> um, yeah, I also met Amy Adams Strunk, the Tennessee Titans owner, which was a bit unexpected. She Amy was Adams is drunk. <laughs> I get it right um, but I'll come on to what I wanted to whinge about um, so at, at the game with my son sat on my right the chap on my left um, with his mate was and you hear this at Wembley you've got one guy the guy who knows about the NFL educating the novice and you'd hope after a few years you get less of this but this is this is what I had so the guy guy straight to my left his mate had never seen the game before, so we'll get the running commentary of every single play, what's going on, which you know is vaguely tolerable, except the fact that he says the same thing every single time. Every reception, it was, oh, good hands, good hands. <laughs> um, he had an England rugby top on, just to, to give you the full picture. Oh, rugby fans so, are all pricks, aren't they? But it became very clear... <laughs> Uh, just drop drop something in from Russ at this point. Yeah, so it became very clear very early that the educator knew less than my son did about the NFL. Um, and that's that's. Was he trying to bullshit his mate with like loads of like jargon? Partly, partly, but I think the O line and the RPO. Oh, great he, RPO there! Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a kick return. <laughs> He, he wouldn't have known what an RPO was. Now, he genuinely thought, I think, that he knew what he was talking about. Um, but I've got three, three things that I picked out from the game that he, was, he said to his mate. Um, did, you make one of them, did you make notes at the time? <laughs> no, I, made, I, made, I actually have notes right now. Um, I didn't want to forget these. Yeah, Tennessee scored a touchdown about seven or eight minutes into the third quarter to pull it back to 17-13 after the extra point. Um, he was incredulous that they didn't go for two to get it back to within three. Basically, he was trying to show off the knowledge of the fact that you could have a, go for a two-point conversion. Should have saved that one, mate. Um, <laughs> the, ne- the next one was Philip Rivers was under a bit of pressure, threw the ball away, like way over receiver's head into the stands on one play. Oh, that's a... Oh, he's missed that by miles. That's a shocking, shocking throw from Rivers. Isn't there a, Nowhere near the receiver, like straight up, just did, didn't get it. Um, and then uh, San Diego, San Diego, LA, LA Chargers had a punt from around midfield. They had like a fourth and one. Rivers is there trying to draw the defense offside. Um, and they were doing the usual thing of clearly not actually going to snap the ball and then we're going to punt anyway. It was on about midfield. No need to burn the timeout. Just take the five. Actually, it's almost better for your punter to try and pin the Titans inside the 20. He was incredulous that they'd done this. What's, what's he doing? They lay off game. He's, he's, given away, he's given away a penalty. Oh, yeah, that, I don't, I, that's, that's, that's a shocking error from, from LA there. 
I don't know what he's playing at. Like <laughs> he sounds he sounds like that one guy who hasn't got any mates that watch the NFL. And this yeah, is mate, his 60, one opportunity. Of them in that stadium every time there's a London game. <laughs> yeah, and he's got this is his one opportunity to talk to one of his friends uh, to to show off how much he thinks he knows about the NFL. I have to do it a lot of, a lot of times as well because none of my mates around here watch it either. We, um, we all do it on this podcast, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he was going hammer and tong regardless of whether he was right or wrong. Bless him. Nah, um, but surely the reaction of people around you. Like, the penalty particularly. If you're kicking off when the penalty's gone and everyone's sitting there very calm, clearly realising that, yeah, yeah. you know, that, like, you realise you're a bit of a mug, why would you carry on talking? Well, I, actually, I called, I deliberately called him out because Henry, Henry asked I'm me. I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad you said that. You wouldn't have like the rust, me, uh, but at that point, he was like, why... As I explained it to him, but I deliberately explained it loud enough so that so that you could hear. <laughs> so that you appear oh, okay. to be a real prick. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh, didn't wait. actually <laughs> call him out. <laughs> I am um, uh, stop well, talking shit. Yeah, my my he, views he was on then, this. He he couldn't not try and backtrack. It was quite funny. Did, did he then? Did he then hang his head in shame? And and in fact, was in such a state of abject shame that he got up and left in the second quarter. He got up a lot to to go and get beers. Um, which were which were the better moments in the game because he wasn't there. Uh, Listen, but, uh, my my views on on the, uh, the, the 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 average British NFL fan are well well documented. I don't feel like I need to go over that again. Bunch of pricks. <laughs> That's fair. The good news, um, <laughs> I'm except stand for all by... our listeners. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, surely <laughs> I've. You, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we long said stop caring about our listeners. But one person was willing to commit that not all of you are dicks. That's how, <laughs> that's how real we are out here. <laughs> Might be dicks. Um, anyway, leave, leave us a elimination. review. Leave us a We've review got, on some iTunes. Some of them are going to be dicks. <laughs> There's got to be at least fifty percent of the people on this podcast are dicks. <laughs> I think that's conservative, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on, a, on a wider point, that the atmosphere at that game. I was watching it on the telly. There was six and a half thousand people, or something like that, inside Kingston Park at Newcastle for the Newcastle against. Um, Montpellier rugby match, which was amazing, oh, by the way. If you haven't seen the last, the last five minutes of that, go and watch it. Um, amazing. Uh, but they were making more noise than what appeared to be going on in Wembley that sound like, sounded like a well-organised car boot sale. <laughs> I'm not sure it was well-organised. <laughs> um, one of the Titans fans on the Facebook thread that I'm on um, commented on the, the number, and it's every single one. The number of plastic Tom Brady's were the words, words that he used, which quite amused me. The, the Brady yeah. 12 shirt. And it's always, you, you get on the train and it's always the first shirt you see yeah. Um, yeah. that's not yours. And you just roll it. You thought, oh, yeah. Just just sags your spirits a bit. Yeah. But. Another train full <laughs> of these pricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, the good news, though, chaps, is I'm going to stick to my word. That is my A or B. So come the end of the podcast you'll be pretty happy about that cool um can i can i talk about derrick henry uh well i was was going to move on to talk about the 
the final play call and we might bring up Derek Henry when we, we talk about that. Okay. Um, obviously, ballsy, ballsy coaches. And we've had a couple of weeks ago, um, Brable um, did the, the gutsy thing and went for the win against Philly in overtime. Uh, that worked. He's a hero. Frank Reich did the same for Indy. It didn't work. Um, he's not quite a villain, probably a bit divided. And I think, I think that's the feeling about Mike Brable after this game. So going for two at the end of the game rather than tying it up. It's, yeah, it's not the first time a head coach has done that. I've seen Jack Del Rio do that before. Um, <coughs> but you know, I, I, I was quite happy, not, not with the result. Obviously, I was, I was comfortable with that decision, less so with the play call. So we, we would, you know, you go for two from the two. Um, there's an incomplete pass and a flag. Um, so you get the chance to do it again for the one. At that point, just just give it to Derek Henry or, you know, even, or keep it in Marcus's hands and let him, let him run with it or let him improvise. Um, surely you don't, you don't call the play that you, you did. I've been back and forth with, with this, though, like since it happened, because I, I, I agree it's a gutsy call and it's not one that I would have made. I would have taken the game to overtime um, because I think percentages, especially in the second half, I thought that on the whole, the Titans were the better team. Um, and I think that you were you were showing some, like you had the stones to go and, and get a win in the game. Um, but Vrabel clearly is this coach that wants to go with go for it and fair play to that. I've, if he's if he's going to go for two, then that's great. But I agree with you. My my issue isn't the call to go for two. My issue is the call to try and chuck it to your your tight end. And this is a quarterback who's got issues at the moment. I think that that's fair to say, Mariota. Except for when he's running, um, you've I got. I mean, he didn't do a lot wrong in that second half, actually, which might no, have been hardy in his mind. But it, it, it's a bit like the Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl to me I mean I'm not yeah. maybe not Consider- as obvious and, and, I, but- and I get that you've thrown um, you've thrown it to the tight end to get the touchdown in the first place and I don't know if there's an element of the of the, them second guessing about what the defense is, thinks they're going to do in that situation but I think from the two you play percentages Henry's already run one in from there anyway and that's what you've got the fucker for if he's not there to do that then why is he on your especially when it's from the one rather than two now i saw a few people saying and i don't get this at all like once the flags are thrown just kick the extra point but bollocks no you've you're from the one you've got an even better chance if henry's can if you just a simple hand him the ball i reckon he scores 80 85 percent of the time from there yeah you start farting about it's more you're more into 50 50 and you know that's what happened I, there's been a lot of bad coaching this year. The, the fourth quarter coaching in this game was shocking. To not sense the, the way the game was going and the way that that San Diego... They're San Diego, whatever. That, <laughs> just, should we just call them the San Diego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not sense how that defense looked in comparison to your offense and not think that you had the upper hand. Yeah, I agree with that. You did not need to go for that two points. If you'd have gone to overtime, you'd win the game. I'm con- completely convinced about that. San Diego stopped moving the ball, and and the Titans looked like they were going to move it all the time. Deion Lewis was shredding the game up. The decision not to, to run Henry at the goal line, that that is a coach getting in his own way. 
that is an offensive coordinator wanting to make a, a mark and saying, we're not going to do what you think we're going to do. We don't need to. You've got an 800-pound line uh, running back. You want two points to win the game. Run it. Don't throw a, a slant at the back of the end zone in traffic. That's just one of the most boneheaded coaching decisions I've ever seen. I haven't actually established whether that was uh, the play call itself, specific play call itself was um, Brable or uh, the offensive coordinator. Brable doesn't Lafleur. look like he, he, he has any Brable. clue what's going on. He, he looks like an organiser and a motivator. He doesn't look like he's an X and O's guy to me. There was a lot of I, I shots think, of him no, looking well, up at the he's booth. Not, uh, he's not calling the plays. He would, but he would have made the decision to go for two. Yeah, um, he would. But how much? How much influence is he go? Like, what is he then saying in order to? Uh, well, that's what I don't know. I don't know. What I found really, what I found bizarre about it is the fact that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, but when I watched it, I, they didn't even have a, a, a running back on the field, did they? Or there was certainly no one lined up. Uh, I think Lewis that's... was on the field, but he was lined up in the slot. So, so you're fairly, so, so yeah. you, you've narrowed your options down. The defense don't even have to worry about a running back. And so that, yeah, surely that yeah. makes the, the, what the play that they have to do that much easier. It seems like a really, really fucking weird call to me. Can I, I just, can... see... Go on. No, I was oh. just gonna. I was gonna read out my uh, my WhatsApp contribution to the to the Long Snapper podcast group, which was I just don't get the Titans. Henry running well didn't get on the field on that drive. These interviews are aids, which they were, by the way. <laughs> Those interviews <laughs> that that BBC woman was doing shocking. Um, why Dion Lewis on goal to go? I cannot believe Henry's still not in. Still no Henry, all caps. Shotgun from the half, line, half yard line. You have a 400 pound running back on the bench. I hope they lose. Hallelujah. Ridiculous. Fucking stupid. That that sums up that whole last drive for me. <laughs> uh, I, I, my attention wasn't to read all that stuff at that moment in time. But <laughs> thanks, thanks for. That, I think for that was my my question would have been because I didn't see the game at the time. And I think that those type of calls come from you've got to take stock of con the context of the game. And what I've read after is the fact that, you know, Tennessee were, were in control. And, and you, 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 the players had earned so much by getting you back in the game to, to put it on the line on one call when you can go to overtime and you've got that, that wind in their sails after they've worked so hard seems silly. But I, I think I it's a context call. Totally agree. I, I hear that, but also at the same time, when you're, you've got the defence on its heels, I, th I think the mentality actually was to just strike while the iron was hot and rather than give um, the Chargers a chance to regroup. And, you know, you've well, got what a backbreaker when you've won, you've done so much to get back in it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I don't, as I said, I was fine with, you know, you can't, you can't be ballsy when it's when it works and not when it doesn't. You know, it's, uh, it's... one sec. I think Dougie's wrapping his uh, uh, potatoes in foil. <laughs> uh, he's, he's hopefully <laughs> mute his mic. So yeah, he'll have muted his that. mic, so he won't um, he won't be able to hear that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> fine <bad>. with. <laughs> I didn't come off. I didn't come away from Wembley like some Titans fans did. Absolutely furious. Yeah, you can't expect to win that game like we did against Philly, and then. A couple of weeks later, try this, try a similar thing. Yeah, the play call was wrong, um, but it's it's a it's still a rookie coaching staff. I'm, I'm giving them enough of a chance to you know, hopefully learn from that. I don't I don't want them to not go for the ballsy decision next time. 
Um, I want them to maybe make a better play call, but there we go. Um, let's let's move away from that. I think Dougie wanted to talk about Derek Henry, but um, we may have he's he's roasting potatoes. We may have covered what he said. I um, suspect it was I suspect it was the reading out of the uh, yeah, his yeah. WhatsApp conversation. I mean, it, it's yeah, he's he's not he's not giving the production this year that we would have wanted. Um, but I think a few a few different things going on there. The the Pats and the Bears, Soldier Field. Let's let's move there. Um, and quite a ridiculous game. Um, the Bears, the Bears could have won that. The Bears were ahead; they were behind, um, but kept in it. Came back, and that ludicrous hail mary at the end, one yard short. Um, I've been there. You know, I feel for you, Chicago. Fancy throwing a hail mary to the one yard line and catching it though. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that would happen to Cleveland, isn't it? <laughs> but, the, but the Pats were clever. They knew what they were doing. Um, I don't think there was any... Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, exactly. This is the thing. They're, they're, they'll have been coached in that situation. It's, I don't think it's a shock that they had three or four people on the goal line ready to make that tackle as soon as he caught it. Um, you know, it's just, that's what they do. That's what I did. I never really thought that the Pats weren't going to win this game because they're, they've got situational coaching like that. And yeah, they've got a lot, they've got some lucky plays um, on, and, well, not lucky plays, but plays in like special teams. So they won the, the game from different sources. For them, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they're yeah. winning the game from different sources. But um, after my prediction that, you know, this was it for the Pats, they've um, once again, sent me a, a great Why big fuck keep you. saying that year after year when they're like two <laughs> and three or something every single time. There was a great redemption yeah. story in this game, though, wasn't there? There was the 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 Corderell Patterson Corderell fumble, Patterson, yeah. and and immediate oh, thought but... in my mind was, "Oh, Corderell, you're you're down the job centre on on Monday morning," and then <laughs> and then he returned that one for a touchdown. It was like, "Oh, fair play! You've probably just got yourself another year's contract." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? I'll tell you what. What's what saved, could have that's, that's made you a million pound. <laughs> Did you see on that touchdown where he he stopped at about the six or seven yard line to high five his teammate? Yeah. I thought, no, no, <laughs> this yeah. isn't happening. <laughs> yeah, this is a Leon Lett or a, a Deshaun <laughs> Jackson that's, again. That's become a thing now, though, hasn't it, this year? The, the, the run-backs and the high-fives, like a couple of yards out of the end zone. That's, yeah, um, that's... It, was more, it was more than a couple. There was a great stat that came out about Patterson that said uh, since Patterson entered the league in 2013, oh, he's yeah. everyone to average more than 28.3 yards per kickoff return. Patterson with the Vikings... Patterson with the Raiders and Patterson with the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was about to wow. say that's actually different. Patterson's returned as his sixth career kickoff return since 2013, and the next person's only got two. Wow. Yeah. I remember that. I remember when he was that. with the Vikings <laughs> and he scored a touchdown in a game where he caught a, a, a little out pass and, and just took it to the house and thinking, man, this guy's good. And then he just sort of lost his brain didn't he I don't know what happened to him you know it's going to be a well, great as, play, as you say one play fumble the next return kickoff return yeah. for a touchdown they seem like they're putting it together though the past don't they Gordon's made a difference to them um, what are Sonny, the Browns doing man oh my god you, what was it a fifth, what was it a happened. fifth round pick what did, he, what did yeah. they get fourth rounder fifth round fourth round <laughs> Again, uh, they got like, his painter kit. That's what they yeah, got. And he's a different, um, he's a different gravy as well. And he just, you can see that coverage is moved because of him. It's not just the fact that he's a good receiver. Like 
coverages move because of him. And if you get a player on a team like the Patriots that can influence defenses, then between Belichick and and McDaniel's, you, you you're going to struggle. It doesn't matter found, what the other options are. The, the thing I find funny about it is when when he went there, and I think on the pod that we did like six weeks or so ago, we questioned if he would how we'd cope. In, at the Patriots, whether he'd have the intelligence to be able to do it based on his background. He's gone in there and he's hit the ground running. It makes you wonder what the fuck the Browns were doing with, the, with coaching that guy um, to, for everyone to think that he didn't have it. And yet he's gone After into the Patriots. waiting he, so long. It, yeah. They waited so long for him to cut him out. And the Patriots immediately get so much out of it. I, yeah. just, I just, the more evidence there there is that turns up, the more you have to believe that Hugh Jackson is one of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost as if he's true. not quite as good a coach as Bill Belichick, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Sonny Mitchell um, injury might hurt them, but apparently it's not It's not going to be as bad as it first looked. looked but nasty, didn't yeah, it? It did, you know, yeah. Sort of you say that, but any running back in that system will, will do okay. Should do okay. I, but I, he, I he'd, a, look, he'd look the real deal, though. I, I saw a tweet about James White tonight where they, the Belichick was basically telling him that his level of, or basically saying that his level of progression has been the same as a sort of Tom Brady-esque, you know, he's come into the league as this, he's gone to this level, now he's this level. If they can get him running between the tackles, game over. But he's always one one fumble away from a visit to the job centre, as any Patriots running back is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Another crazy game. Um, New Orleans, Baltimore. Um, I actually thought Baltimore... We're going to win this, and they had the lead. Um, but uh, Breeze Breeze brings them back into it. Baltimore then, while behind, score a late touchdown at the end. Who'd have thought this would come down to a Justin Tucker mixed missed extra point? <laughs> Did you see the look on his boat as he missed it? It was brilliant. Wasn't it? <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> but he, been, he it, it was a proper like golfer slice as well. Yeah, he looked he'd like, like he looked game. like he'd just seen someone shit on a baby. <laughs> 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 it's unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, he'd done that the whole game. There was one that virtually went right over the upright um, to the right, and um, and but it was called good on a field goal he had earlier on. But yeah, I mean, Saints are finding a way. It'll be interesting to see with Tucker. Sorry, down to (laughs) there. It'll be interesting to see with Tucker if he does unravel because of this. Well, interestingly, Mason Crosby hasn't. He he had he came back straight away the week after, didn't he? Yeah, great game. I, I really, <clears throat> I really like this from I like this from Drew Brees. They got fortunate, but that kind of I do I do like the Saints as like there, there's no reason the Saints don't win the Super Bowl. I, I, it's a type of you can just you can just see it if the if the things fall right. You know, there's there there, there aren't loads of great teams. There's probably three or four really good teams and. It goes right. They can score points, and if you can score points right now, because of the way defense is played, I, I do think you've got a shot. It's yeah, going to be interesting to see what they do with. They've picked up Eli Apple today, or they've traded for Eli. That's, Apple I think that's a big. I think that's a good move because they've 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 got Lattimore at one cornerback, yeah. and they had a, they had a hole on the other side, and their their, their secondary was struggling this year. Um, you know, uh, Giants fans will tell you that Eli Apple's been shit for a while. But if he if he, he can get something going in New Orleans, yeah, he was a first a round move. pick. Um, I think it's a decent move, and we'll we'll see what they can do. Giants first round picks, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is even as a Jets fan, that is that's bad. But 
Sorry, um, I missed that. Giants first round picks what? Oh, bad. bad. Except, except for Barkley, though, way. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing right. Yeah. So far. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Panthers, another another comeback. I mean, this this one was even arguably more impressive. Um, some clutch stuff from Cam Newton in there. Um, we we sort of ignored the Panthers so far. I don't know if that's that's fair. Are they? Are they it's because they, 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 they don't play for four quarters. Yeah, they were absolute yeah. gash for three three and a half quarters in this game. But like, as somebody who owns Cam Newton in a couple of fantasy leagues, you sit there watching the games, going, "This is the week I get rid of him. He's, mm. he's trash. He's absolutely trash." <laughs> and, then and then he ends up with thirty points. points. Yeah, yeah, and you're like. Well, what? How? Okay, cool. <laughs> You've got another week, Cam. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This this It'll game. This game's one of those things where it like I can't work out the NFL at all this year. Like you said earlier on, I think there's like three or four really good teams and three or four proper shit teams, and then everyone else is kind. There's like twenty four teams that are sort of exactly the same, yeah. and like Carolina That's mildly shit. Yeah, exa- exactly right. Carolina had 83 yards in the first half, was naught for four on third down. They didn't convert a third down until the um, first series of the second half. Um, it's And yet the Eagles, who are the reigning Super Bowl champions and everyone thinks have got more as much talent on their roster as anybody, contrived to lose the game. I can't work out if the Panthers are actually just a little bit sneaky good or the Eagles are shit or if it's a little bit of both or... I think I think the thing you do have with Cam because you know, and it's kind of not just this game, but in, in general, it, throughout his career, you see him play football like that in that fourth quarter, and you kind of wonder why the hell he doesn't do it all the time. Because there are times when you watch Cam Newton play, and it's like man playing with boys. He's bigger and stronger and faster than everybody else. He should just be able to do what he wants. And there are like some that. games he gets really neutralized. Then it's it's a really strange thing to watch. Because and the you know what's similar as well on the other side of the ball, Luke Keekley. When Luke Keekley plays good, it's like. How do you run or pass on this guy? This guy's the complete package. He's the perfect footballer. And then he'll make one mistake, which ends up being a, a significant play for the opposite side. But when the two of them play well, it, it's like prototype players. It's like, well, why wouldn't, if you wanted a quarterback or you wanted a mid linebacker, surely that's what you would do. I think, um, especially with Newton, there, there seems to be a lot of these quarterbacks now that aren't trusted by the coaching staff and they don't really let the brakes off until until it's Delay almost to. too don't late. Have a choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were going to talk about it, but but Baker Mayfield, they just need to let the boy play. You know what I mean? They he Every time they're in a hole, that bloke produces. And that says to me that Todd Haley and Baker Mayfield are a combination that can work. They're being prevented from working by a conservative game plan that comes from the head coach. Now, I think that's a similar situation with Carolina. Cam Newton isn't given the freedom to do what he wants until he has to be. And when he's given that freedom, he becomes a different player. Yeah. Interesting. I I think Cleveland's a funny one because I really do see Hugh Jackson as prohibitive. There's the report that's come out yesterday or today around him intimating or after the game, intimating that he's going to cut, you know, going to start calling plays on offense and then sort of backtracking. It's like, who do you think you are? 
Like, man, it's going on like a... Who are you, blood? Why do you keep going on like this? I don't understand where you get this confidence from. <laughs> man walking up big on that big enough his chest. Relax, mate. You've done nothing. Like, you are the problem. I don't understand it. I really don't get it. The guy's a dick. <laughs> he might, he might be the worst coach them. I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. I think I'd just be surprised this year if he goes to the season without Todd Haley murdering him. Yeah, I, I think piss, genuinely, mate. I think genuinely, there's more chance of Haley getting fired than there is of Hugh Jackson letting the reins off. That's just ludicrous. Yeah, or Todd Haley resigning because look, when they when they give the keys to Mayfield, he produces. You know, they were you down one- in the hole, and he produced. You've got to wonder if Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson swapped roles, would the Browns be a better team? If uh, they would be a better team if Todd Haley and Jackson swapped roles and then Jackson was fired from a cannon into a giant tennis racket. (laughs) 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 Then they'd be Uh, better. Where are you angling that giant tennis racket? (laughs) Maybe, well, uh, maybe, maybe not go there. That, that game, the way that finished, by the way, uh, 59-yard field goal after after the one he missed. Uh, Baker Mayfield's face, did you see that? Yeah. Uh, just couldn't. Yeah. Oh. Uh, look, you know, absolutely know. genuine reaction. It was great. He's in Cleveland. If I was getting paid for this, if I was getting paid for this, I would want to go back and watch every single overtime play that was called for the Browns because they go from being able to score at will to get it to overtime to then just shit in the bed. And they've done it f- three times, maybe four yeah. times. It's unbelievable. I, I can't, like something has to be going on at that organization to go from not being able to move the ball to being able to score at will, to get in within a, a sniffing distance of a win and not being able to move the ball again. Something's happening. And I, I think personally it's Jackson getting involved. You even see it on the sideline whenever they show like little clips He's always got to have his boat right in the fucking, like, the mix of it. So everyone else does something good and you got to go get your big face in the way or trying to hype and that. A guy just comes across like a knob. I don't know. And the thing is, nobody is, like, no one's gassing him up. Do you know what I mean? When they have success, nobody's patting him on the back. No one's saying, well done, coach. You seem like you're saying, well done, coach. Like, it just seems, it's you. It seems like if you just look at it, it, you seem to be the problem, mate. Also, you'd think by now they'd know how to play overtime because they've been in overtime for their last 746 consecutive <sighs> NFL yeah. games. I don't know why they don't just go, fuck it, let's just... Oh, I've said it three times. Just take the brakes off, man, and just play without any inhibition. They're going to be 25 points down against the Steelers in a hurry, and Mayfield's going to score all kinds of garbage time points next week. So if you, We don't do it very often, but fantasy advice, get Mayfield in your lineups because that, that kid's going to score points next week. Probably not in the first half, but... <laughs> but the imagine the options he'd have. Imagine the options he'd have if he had Josh Gordon still there. I know. Joke. <laughs> Him and Jarvis Landry. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And, and the, the trading Carlos Hyde. Yeah, Nick oh. Chubb. Nick Chubb had exactly the same stat line as Carlos Hyde has had about four times this year. <laughs> like he, he, Nick Chubb broke a few long plays, and Hugh Jackson's just got. Oh, he's the next Barry Sanders, mate. He's, he's the same running back. He's literally the same running back. Except now you've now you've lost yeah. all that experience. So cool. Well played, Hugh. 
Why do we always spend so much time chatting about the worst in the NFL? I think that's that's interesting. That's That's the thing. They're an interesting team, though, aren't they? Uh, There's so much going on there that you just. you know. I totally agree. I mean, it's yeah, far, the Rams, the Rams are great. The Rams are like, great. The, the the Packers are great. They're all fantastic, but they're no fun to talk about because they are what they are. The Browns could be so much more, and they're not. And there's, it's just intriguing. I find it, you know. Everyone loves a bit of dysfunction. Speaking of dysfunction, um, worst team in football, we said last week was the Raiders. Um, they've had a bye week, so you think it wouldn't change, um, but um, they're trading the house. To be they fair, done, they done got fair. worse. <laughs> well, right, that is a car first crash. First rounder isn't bad for Amami Cooper, I wouldn't say. <laughs> that is a car crash. If you're talking, they're talking about the Browns, mate. This is a absolute car crash. I, when your quarterback is caught on camera crying, there's some problems. <laughs> there's, there's some. There's to, definitely. To be fair to David Carr. He has been absolutely marmalized this year, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's got no, he's got no line. They might as well not be there. <laughs> he's, he's come out. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's like that crying, go- <laughs> crying Jordan gif, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's just what he must feel like every. It's Sunday. Yeah. He's just like that in his bed. I, don't I love the, I love the idea though that they've just like the day before they stick Marshawn Lynch on IR and David Carr thinks, oh, do you know it's all going to shit. At least I've got Amari Cooper that I can still throw the. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's he done now? It's all right. They've got Doug Martin. Yeah, it's like, oh, I so mean, what are they doing then? They blowing it up? Yeah. Blowing up. Why? So they're I'd literally like, giving... So they're, they're, not giving even, they're not even hiding the it, are they? They've they given Rudy the keys it. and then they doubled down. They gave him the keys, remortgaged. Here's a big bit more cash. Let's see what you can do. Here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. Marshawn Lynch is on good dough, right? He must be on a decent amount of cash. Why get rid of your two best pieces to free up... Like, if you're just freeing up cap space, then fine. Luckily, they got a first round. They got a first rounder for Mac, and they got a first rounder for. Did they get a first rounder for Mac? They did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've two, got a first rounder for, for, for first Cooper. Rounds. But Three first round. you're now relying on John Gruden, who hasn't evaluated talent in the NFL for ten years, to go out and turn those first rounders into players that are first rounders anyway. You've got rid of two guaranteed pieces to have two lottery tickets. It's ridiculous. It's like you're trading. You're literally trading in a winning lottery ticket for the chance to win the lottery. Yeah, madness. Well, and this is what we said about Mac. It's um, you know, and literally two days afterwards or something, he said, "Oh, it's really difficult to find a, an elite pass rusher in this league." Well, yeah, but you fucking had one, <laughs> and you gave him away, you bellend. No, I don't... no irony at all in what he said. And <clears throat> so I, honestly, got... he must be. He's. Well, He's got, they, what, 51 players more left to trade away. No, and then <laughs> after that, it's going to be him, right? He's yeah. got two, two first-round picks next year and a sixth-rounder. Which, when you had Khalil Mack and a healthy, happy Derek Carr and an Amari Cooper, would you have said, I'll swap two first-round picks for that? No. It doesn't, no. It doesn't make any sense. No. You'd rather have the, the talent that's there I don't get unless something's going on behind the scenes and you never know that you know they might have made it clear that they don't want to stay they don't want to go to Vegas or whatever it might be um, and all of that who doesn't want to go to Vegas you'd rather stay in Oakland well yeah <laughs> but given that that's not an option either um, you know who knows but, but the checks shown there, the way there might, be, there might be something going on but 
assuming that that isn't the case, you'd rather have the talent. Because Amari Cooper, he's not worth the first-round pick, but he's still better than a lot of starting wide receivers oh, yeah. in the league. Yeah. Khalil Mack's one of the best in his position in the game. I don't understand what the guy is doing. He's clearly... I, I, I think he might be mental. My, my is opinion, Derek Carr going to be traded? That, that, I was, I mean, he's come out and said... That, that, that's my opinion. He, he, will, he wants to trade Carr. Now, I find that bizarre. I really do because the kid's got talent, definitely, and and it's a proven quantity. So there are, there are no quarterbacks that are coming up to free agency that are going to be released. You're not going to have another Kirk Cousins on the market, so you, you're taking a punt. Now, either he likes someone in college that he's got his eye on, and he's he's going to do that, or he's mental. Belichick's shown the way to win when you've got a lot of expensive assets. You trade. Okay players that are at the top of their game for third round picks and you build third round picks. They value, you, you save money. What he's doing isn't going to have an overnight success. Like, because once you've spent those two first round picks, what do you what do you do the year after? You've got rid of all your best players and you've got two first round picks that might not be any good. Yeah. He's got a first rounder in the year. He's got a first rounder for 2020 and a third rounder in 2020 as well. So- Two players, one goes raping, one goes drugging, and then we're <laughs> right. Of those first rounders, though, Chicago's is probably going to be in the twenties, and Dallas is probably going to be in the twenties as well. So they're mid-round first rounders. They're not. They're, yeah. they're not even. You know, blue Good chip pick. first rounders. I mean, you could probably bundle them up and get up to pick one and two, maybe. I still can't work out, though, why it needed this rebuild. You know, you we're talking about a Raiders team that at the beginning of last season yeah, was, was, was being talked up about a potential Super Bowl team because they were coming off before a before the car injury. They were a team that was going to the Super Bowl, in a lot of people's opinion. 110 million in their quarterback. Yeah. I, 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 it is the thing, the, the strange thing for me, like having two, two things. If Gruden doesn't like car, why do you wait till now? Like, if you were going to do it, you could have done it when you caused all that controversy with Khalil Mack. Why wait till now and you've destroyed him, really, as a commodity? Everyone knows you're saddled with a big contract. So it does nothing to him if if, if he is not serviceable, if you can't play him. So I, I don't see how you then move, how you blow it up, because you're not going to get... Well, they've already not got the value, have they? If you look at it, if you consider Khalil Mack, Derek Carr, obviously he's not gone yet, Amari Cooper, you wouldn't say that's you know a couple of draft picks in in in, in those players. So I, I don't understand it. And the big thing for me is when you're getting rid of all these core players, like I say, what you're saying, John Gruden's gonna he's gonna do this. You're giving him everything. Um, it, all, it, every, it really worries all, me. All, all, all the bonds. <laughs> Not just the house, the saving bonds, the pensions. <laughs> you, you gave him the lot, mate. <laughs> he's trusting. He's trusting John Gruden with their money. Uh, here, here, John. Hey, can you look after my pension? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> what do, what oh, do you think yeah, I should invest in this year? Yeah. Oh, you know oh, that investment we had that was doing eh? really yeah. well. Yeah, I've got rid of that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for one that might be all right in a couple of years' time. Hey, I've done a summer camp on it. Don't worry about it. I've got a summer camp. <laughs> uh, um, stocks and shares, John, what do you reckon? Uh, company, <laughs> BHS, they look good. All right, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's go with them. Uh, it's funny. Uh, uh, yeah, what have we done? Like 10 minutes each on the Raiders and Browns. And we go, oh, Ramsicle, right? <laughs> yeah. Packers, <laughs> all right. Hey, 
That's why we're here. We talk about the dross. <laughs> when you support the teams that we all support, that's, you know, that's what it's got to be like. Yeah, we I haven't even you. mentioned the Bills this week, Mark. Yeah, they're shit. Yeah. So are the Jets. We're, we're on Although time. I do like Sam, actually. We should talk about Sam Darnold. He's brave, man. But I do like that he's come back. He's still fighting. None of them man could catch a pass. That would piss me off. That really irritates me. Yeah, he's made some mistakes, but there's been times where his, his playmakers are not helping him out. Catch the fucking ball, man. Pisses me off. My, my, uh, my team's got the same issue with the receivers. I don't know. It's funny when it's not just one of them and you start to wonder what else, what else is going on. Is, it, is there coaching issues? And, hey, try, try having Calvin Benjamin on your roster. Uh, yeah. We're on target currently. The Bills are on target uh, statistically on points scored to have the worst offensive season in NFL history. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That we, is keep, a we, keep, uh, we keep going like we are. It's, um, it's, we, we've, it, there's a possibility that we could score less points, total, total points, than any other team has managed. That is incredible. And don't forget that Zach Mettenberger played almost a full season in it, in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't think it was possible, but we are doing it. Wow. Well, so, you know, something to aim for. Go Bills. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I've missed this because I've been off sorting out my roast potatoes. But um, are we talking worst team in the NFL? Yeah, I think, we, I think we're done. I think, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> a pretty, that's a pretty interesting bit. The Bills, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bills are on course to score the lowest amount of points ever in an NFL season. Surely, surely... Surely there is no better time to get Colin Kaepernick out of his exile, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> what would you give for Colin Kaepernick to be There's caught back so in the Bills? There's so many teams. There's so many teams. It's, it's ridiculous the amount of teams that could use him right. just to see what he's got. Yeah. Just to it's see just what the, the man's best time got. of the year for a bit of Kaepernick chat, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you cannot tell me that Derek Anderson is a better option than Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> hey Mark, they're going to be on prime time this week. Yeah, I can't Monday wait. Monday night that. football. Isn't no, Derek Anderson wait. like fifty years old? Like legit fifty years old. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> bless him. He looked like he'd only been there a couple of weeks. But and it was so you you could tell that they were thinking, do we need to go at Nate Peterman here? No, it's not that bad. It's not Derek that bad. Anderson, who the Panthers drafted in their expansion draft. It's he's it, it was the one who played for the Panthers. Yeah. That was decent for a while. <laughs> oh, he's oh, yeah. Well, no, Cleveland. That's that's the added. But oh, he's uh, he's thirty-five. Surprisingly yeah. young. Spring chicken. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what what a guy? What a guy? I mean, that offense is such a it's a hot fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as soon as as soon as McCoy goes down injured on like the second play of the game. I mean, that like, seems I'd, to happen every week. I like yeah, the way that he just like, packed up their shit and just went, no, no, sorry, not this week. Yeah. I like not the way that he back. clearly twisted his knee really, really badly. And then the injury designation they gave him was head. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, they've, they've got John Gruden in as doctor to yeah, look even, at him. Even, even the doctors are shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still think, I still think McCoy gets traded. Um, I think, don't think you get much for him. I really don't. No, I don't, but it's it's for cap space. Yeah. Um, it's, we're not going to get much for him, but you clear him and you clear um, Charles Clay off the roster and we go into next season with something like not far off 110 million in cap space. 
if there what aren't the free agents available, mate, it's no good having the. No, well, I know. But, I mean, what what what's the plan? Who are you who are you targeting in free agency? No one, Doug. There's no plan. Trust <laughs> <laughs> the process. That's what we get told. It'll be fine. All right. Good. Uh, anyway, let's let's preview some games, shall we? Let's look at um, week eight. It'll be. Have I got that right? Help me out. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. it's week eight already. I know, week man. Eight. Halfway gone. Halfway gone. Um, let's uh, let's get into our detailed previews for next next week. So let's strap yourselves in. Some sentences. Some sentences <clears throat> are are about to come your way. Um, let's go. Miami at Houston. Rock to have a big game and go down valiantly on his return to H Town. Philadelphia at Jacksonville. I wonder just how much Alistair Kirkwood has bunged Doug Marone so they don't start Cody Kessler. Baltimore at Carolina. If the Panthers can string four quarters together this season, they will be very dangerous. New York Jets at Chicago. Can somebody, anybody, please catch a ball and make a play? And maybe, just maybe, don't let Khalil kill Sam. Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. Two teams battling to remain relevant. Bucks high power offense versus the 31st ranked Cincy D might just swing it in their favor. Seattle at Detroit. Can't quite work either of these teams out. The moment you trust either of them, they'll let you down. Denver at Kansas City. Superb. Washington at New York Giants. As bad as the Giants have been, fantasy result for Eli and Co. in this NFC East snooze fest. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. The Browns have to be more aggressive from minute one. Indianapolis at Oakland. The tank is on and the knives are out in Oakland. Another home defeat for the worst team in football. San Francisco at Arizona. The battle for the number one draft pick bowl. Or quite simply, the two worst teams in football. Green Bay at LA Rams. Free Aaron Jones. New Orleans at Minnesota. Breeze versus Cousins look for 800 yards of offense, a million points, and Saints to get the dub on the road. New England at Buffalo. A resurgent Pats in Buffalo on a Monday night versus Derek Anderson. There is only one way this goes. Buffalo win, right? Just, yeah, yeah, Buffalo. Get all your money on that. No, don't. Don't get all your money on that. That would be bad advice. Mate, we said exactly the same before they paid the Vikings. Yeah, this is that's the thing. It's not happening. No, it's not. <laughs> but we said that as well. Shall we get into some AOB? I've done mine, which I'm relieved about. Um, who wants to go first or second? I'll get mine out of the way. Um, there's, there's been a lot of evidence recently of, of companies caving to stupid fucking complaints from customers about how things aren't current enough and aren't progressive enough and aren't, um, you know, modern anymore. Kleenex have had one this week about how some woman got in contact with them on Twitter and told them that their man-sized tissues um, weren't 2018 and um, they've decided to change their name. Um, I just I wish there was a company that would stand up for themselves 
and say, <laughs> say you know, fuck you, you bitch, pipe say, down, get in the kitchen. <laughs> 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 what you're doing using man tissues. Slag. Yeah. And say, you know what, we've made man-sized tissues for for however long. Um, and I'm not gonna change because you little snowflake have had a bit of a whinge on Twitter about it. Fuck off. I'm not asking mother care to be called like people care. I'm not asking for um, you know, Man United to be called general neutral United. <laughs> Things are called the things they are because people decide that's what they're going to be called. If you don't like it, shut the fuck up. And I wish Kleenex had just told this woman to do one. Do you know the funniest thing about that story is that she said that it was only brought to her attention because her five-year-old said, why are they called man tissues and mummy's not allowed to use them? So when <laughs> yeah. I saw the original tweet, I, reply, I replied with, did he say that while he was riding a unicycle juggling bowling pins? <laughs> ain't no five-year-old give a shit about what size a tissue is let alone what it's called it wasn't. yeah what a load of bollocks that was just her shitty way of it's having not, a rant about it's not it. even offensive though is it because no. man size just implies bigger there's like, literally a brand of tissues in the states called dude wipes <laughs> i don't i just don't get why everyone is such is in such a rush to be offended by every little thing. Fuck because they're off. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, to coin a phrase from that program on Channel 4, stop being dicks. So, there you go. <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, I'd like to say we've lost all our female listeners. Um, <laughs> Even my wife uh, don't listen to this shit. <laughs> oh, well, mine doesn't even download it. Um, <laughs> Craig, you said that, if the lady and you're listening, give us a review. <laughs> it, that wasn't a tirade really directed at women. <laughs> unless you're a dick. Unless you're like that, because that might be the case. We already established some of our listeners might be dicks. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the majority the majority of my <laughs> listeners are dicks <laughs> if you find us funny you're probably a dick let's, let's face it <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I was shopping the other day and I was debating on what rum to buy I like rum and um, generally I'll go to like Sainsbury's and I'll look at the rums and buy Sainsbury's rum <laughs> out, of your, out of your whole choice <laughs> what's your favourite yeah. rum I would like to say the best rum <laughs> <laughs> generally, generally I'm a Sailor Jerry's guy um, but I do like a bottle like I like a good looking bottle and generally I like a dark rum and I like a spice rum so I'll stick in that arena. I'll generally buy what I want, but there was a bottle that was like twenty pound down from like thirty-two pound or something. But let me try that. Let me try it. A pretty exotic bottle called Bala Black. I have never, I mean never, tried a rum that I couldn't finish. Like I might not like it, <laughs> but I still finish my drink. I couldn't drink it. The, the bottle's there. What a waste! All for yesterday. Got back. Went out away for the weekend, got home yesterday, trying to catch up on the NFL, had fuck all to drink. Don't buy a bottle of black. It's disgusting. <laughs> it is the worst fucking drink. Killed myself. 
almost like you concentrated too much so on the quality though. of the bottle rather than the product inside I it. I did. I literally did. I didn't Google it or anything. It just yeah. looked like a cool bottle. And in the face of literally decades of advice about reading books and covers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone with Sainsbury's. <laughs> In fact, can you, before next week, get some Sainsbury's rum and tell us what you think of it? <laughs> yeah, I want a product review. I'm, not, I'm, literally, I'm literally sticking to, like, I'm, I like trying new shit. It made me think, you know what, Craig? Maybe you should just like what you like. So, <laughs> next time, it's it's uh, Chairman's, yeah. Next year, we're going on holiday to the same place we went last year. And uh, that's, that's how we're going to live our lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doug? Um... Those of you that follow me on Twitter or maybe listen to them all over podcasts will know that I had a flight cancelled this week. Don't know if you've ever been privy to that. Uh, I, I listened didn't. to the all over podcast earlier, so I do know this. I have to say, your your, your tweet after the reply from BA was what made me lol more than <laughs> anything has for a long time. <laughs> was that the uh, that's that's helped oh, me get home? <laughs> No, oh, thanks. That's made everything better. Because <laughs> <laughs> they literally just said sorry, didn't they? Sorry. Oh, the, the best part of it was that they said that the, the flight was cancelled for technical reasons. Now, when you've cancelled a flight at six in the morning and then you get everyone from that flight on another flight that lands at Stansted and you can count on the fingers of one hand the amount of people that have transported onto that flight, you can tell that that flight was cancelled because they haven't sold enough tickets for that, that flight. That's the only reason it was cancelled. Interestingly, I reckon I've been on a flight before that's had like ten people on it. Yeah, but it so, I have. So I'm not going to. Okay, it doesn't always happen. Listen, if you listen to this, go and listen to them all over podcast, and um, you can hear my any other business there. Um, but new development tonight: British Airways sent me an email. Dear customer, that's a good start. Oh, generic. Yeah. Yeah. Dear customer, um, I got called um, Hi Andrews the other day <laughs> from, a, from a, a, a television equipment rental company that I was trying to give some business. They replied to me as Hi Andrews. I replied with, that's not my name and you're not getting my business. <laughs> they put, dear customer, thank you for choosing your British Airways flight between Milan and London on the 21st of the 10th, 2018. We are always trying to improve the service we provide for you. Your feedback helps us achieve this. The survey should take around 12 minutes to complete, and if you get interrupted, you can return later and pick up where you left off. We would appreciate receiving your feedback within the next few days. They've set a fucking deadline Deadline, on me completing a survey over a flight they (laughs) cancelled. Listen, boss, just get this done. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon done I'm going to need you to. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, like, the, the, most, the most stupid email they could have sent to me. Um, I wasn't going to bother with compensation that. I'm going to rinse these fuckers dry, I tell you. I'm going to get as much as I can out of them. Good for you. Good, for, good yeah. luck. Uh, genuinely good luck. Um, you haven't talked about what I wanted you to talk about, which you mentioned briefly on Mall Over. Um, which was uh, the the triple act that we're we're now going to hear on on Top Gear. That would be Freddie oh. Flintoff, Paddy McGuinness, and Vernon Keir from Bolton. Okay, that was my any other business until I got Is that Vernon email. Is Vernon Keir on it? No, 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 no. Yeah, that was a nightmare. If they really if they really want to put the final nail in the coffin of Top Gear, get Vernon Keir on that shit because oh, it'll be gone for me. 
fucking Andrew Flint. They're just going to change it from Top Gear to being called Up North. Yeah. I mean, what are they going <laughs> to drive? Are they, are they going to be reviewing Datsuns every week? <laughs> yeah. All of they us go got, let's the go driving around to Dales yeah. and we'll see what this car can do. Right. Right. Good. That is, isn't it? <laughs> That's probably it. So what do we do this week? Sexism. A little bit of regionalism, a <laughs> little, little bit of whatever about accents. That's that's cool. I feel like I feel like I'm not covering myself in glory. Yeah. Also, we slagged <laughs> off everyone who went to Wembley. Yeah, so and all, and all of our listeners. And... <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I chat rugby. Hey, Russ ain't here. Russ. Russ ain't here. He's a cunt, isn't he? <laughs> 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 Shall we leave it there? Uh, uh, we'll, you won't be, but we'll be back next week. In fact, I won't be back next week. I'm, I'm in, in centre parks, um, but hopefully somebody will. Um, that was episode 81 of the Long Sapper podcast. There can't be many more. <laughs> Bye, everyone.